This is a HeadGum Podcast. Oh, guys, just got word of a rather radical podcast that I think you should check out. It's called The Friendship Onion with Dominic Monaghan and Billy Boyd. You might know them better as Duck and Peregrine Took, a.k.a. Mary and Pippin. Hobbits and best friends from the Lord of the Rings. They're spilling all of the Lord of the Rings secrets, what they were doing during filming. They might rewatch movies. You may even hear from some of their former cast members. They're also welcoming fans on the show to battle it out with some trivia. Think you can beat Merry and Pippin with information on the Shia? Well, tune in to The Friendship Onion, available on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe to The Friendship Onion YouTube channel and check out the video releases every week. Merry and Pippin, they got to drink the Entwash and grow in size, and then when they go back to the Shire, they're able to defend it. Sorry, that's only in the extended cuts and the books. But that is a little plot point that I love. As an Ent myself, it's very nice to hear that uh, Dominic and Billy are launching a podcast. Maybe they'll want to come on High and Mighty and promote it. Maybe they're hearing this. Maybe they listen to their ads when they're out, out in the wild. If you guys want to come on and talk about your pod, I'd like to talk nothing more than Entwash with you. All right. Check out the Friendship Onion on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy, standing six foot two, 295 pounds. He backslid from 292 due to traveling for a week in Denver, uh, Nassau County, Long Island, the South Shore. His name is John Gabriel. Whose wife is unfortunately working from home while he screams all day. All you gotta do is trust me. Jackson Maine made an appearance. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co host, Arthur Gabriel. Arthur, give him a shout out. He doesn't even blink anymore. I maybe should hold up a mirror to his nose. But also joining me in the High Mighty Studios virtually, I am a fan of their podcast, and you will be too, or you already are. And it's the what about? It's what about time? <laughs> it's the what a time pod. Patrick Monahan, Eli Uden, Kath Barbadoro. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Wow. Yes. I feel like there's nothing we can say after that that's not going to be a massive energetic letdown for Yeah. All, that's all part of, of my plan. I need to steal that focus early and <laughs> that that to me I've learned doing that just puts the other person at ease of like, well, I mean, what can I how can I embarrass myself on this podcast? <laughs> you know, I always I feel was... bad. I'm like, can you talk to me for an hour about nachos, Phil Rosenthal? And he's like, uh, and I'm like, wait till you see what I do up top, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta know who so the Arthur is the co who who is this and where where is See, that's oh, okay. why I, and that's why I asked if he was alive because that's how he's <laughs> He does look dead. He does yeah. look very well. That was out of frame, so I thought you were pointing to what looks like a volcano weed vaporizer. Yeah, yes. That and is, I was like, did you name? That's some real quarantine thing. That you're naming your volcano weed vaporizer. Good and God. you use it so much, you're worried that it's not. That you have to hold a mirror up to its nose because it's not yeah. releasing I, I, weed vape smoke. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I got a volcano. I got one paycheck. 
I got one $1,000 paycheck at the beginning of the quarantine, some voiceover job that just popped in. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Turned around and bought a Volcano and a PlayStation uh, 3. Not even a PS. <laughs> nice. No, a PS4. What's the newest one? Five? Five. Five I'm yeah. on a four. I bought a mm. PS4 and a Volcano, and I was like, this is going to be a great month. 15 months yeah, later, you literally the, still going strong. The two things guaranteed to not get you another paycheck for a while. You're like, well, yeah. now I'll just get high and play PS4. Well, that was, my, I was, pla- in- <laughs> that was my plan, and it's and it worked. And <laughs> I didn't work, but the plan worked. Yes, yes. When I was in college, we um, somehow convinced our school that we had an aromatherapy club, and it was specifically so the college bought us a volcano vaporizer. Uh-huh. And we just... That's- fucking brilliant <laughs> it was it was a delight i don't know i think it like got passed down to like the next like it was a school funded like no it's for the club so, so you know yeah, it, has like one of those, it has like one of those labels on it it says like you know <laughs> or like aromatherapy club or whatever you know like, yeah, do yeah. not yeah, remove like from ut tape. austin's aromatherapy club <laughs> you, you have to wheel it out in like an old school av cart you know <laughs> yeah. the whole yeah. thing what was There's the one idea? Kid, remember like the AV club in your high school, but level that up to the volcano club of college? Like who's wheeling <laughs> that around? It's just like guys in Burks and dreads and shit. Yeah. It's, what, it's, are, what are you watching like... when your teacher wheels out one of these? And it's just <laughs> the volcano. Yeah. You're watching the... fucking touching the void, brawl. <laughs> <laughs> Enter the difference the is that the in college they wheel it out and there are like ten guys riding the thing it's wheeling out on, like <laughs> shirtless, like it's hollering. just a full like banana boat style thing. So <laughs> what was the cell? The cell was that you guys were gonna like pack that thing with lavender. Like what yeah. was? It, is that the legitimate use for that product? No, is there a legitimate it's for use? Weed. It's just for drugs, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it drugs, came out it, when that wasn't cool to it. say yet. Yeah, they sold it because, uh, you know, I was in college 10 years ago, so they, they were selling it as for herbs at the mm. time for mm. aromathera- aromatherapeutic purposes. We were like, look, it says so right on the label. That's exactly what we're going to use it for. We're just some 19-year-olds that love the smell of sage. We love and aromas. Which I smoke I tobacco aromas. out of my six-foot tobacco <laughs> water pipe. You know what I mean? Like, like, me and my friends all blast huge hits of tobacco. Yeah, when we I, wanna... to get... <laughs> I will say this. Uh, one time for, a, for some sketch or something that I did in college, like as part of the sketch, I had to take a bong rip but I had like a test or something later that day. So I was like, I cannot actually rip. So I was like, oh, you know, it'd be like a great solution. I bet I could just rip tobacco out of a bong. So I have done it. And let me tell you, it's maybe still one of the worst things I've ever done. It is That's got to be brutal. That's like taking a fucking cigar enema. That shit is like too much like, tobacco. I, I was like, is this what it's like to be in a forest fire? Like, that's what it, <laughs> I was like, one of those, I felt like I was like trapped in a burning house <laughs> to like f- lay down and roll around. The flip and, of that um, story is in an acting class, I was supposed to smoke in a scene and I was like, I don't know if I, and this was like, Three years ago, I took my first acting and last acting class. Uh, they were like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I'm still not working this year. Hmm, interesting. You got what you needed. Look, <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I picked up on it. Uh, I, I, my scene partner, I was like, well, I don't want to smoke a cigarette. They, they were like, they would probably want it to be realistic. I'm like, oh, I'll smoke like a joint. I'll buy like a weak ass joint. I'll be fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just like smoking weed in front of an acting class. And I'm like, this is so much more fun than acting is just sitting here and smoking weed. I'm like, it reminded me of how much I hated it. I was like, uh, it like activated the the stoner slacker in me in a way where I bailed on like finishing the scene. I was like, oh, I'm like too triggered by getting to smoke weed. I'm like, 
felt like a loophole of going high to school. I was like, yeah. yes. <laughs> you just walked straight out of the class. You're like, I've changed my mind on this whole thing. <laughs> I got yeah, a no, refurbished PS4 waiting then, for me. It's just like you have like magnetism toward your home. You're just like, right. I could be doing this in my house on my couch instead. Yeah. Why am I you're here? like, oh, I'm high now and I eventually have <laughs> yeah. to go home. It's brutal. Ugh. Oh, if I was already home, I wouldn't have to eventually go home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was I wanted to ask, I was curious, because you got like the the PS4. Did you get one of the like refurbished ones from GameStop? No, no, I got, you got the, a brand new boy. I got a brand new boy. But like uh I got one that came and I bought a bunch of uh or one that came with like a, a couple of games in a package. Ooh, it was a like bundle, a throwback yeah. classic. I got like a, I because I, I never played any of the PlayStation only titles. I've been an Xbox and PC gamer. So yeah. I got to fucking jam down a little uh, God of War, a little Spider-Man, the both Last of Us. Starting off the quarantine <laughs> by playing both Last of Us is that's, impossible that's, to pluralize. That's a back lot. to back. Yeah, that was I, that was a little too heavy for me. Although I, I was <laughs> so insanely attracted to the woman in the second one that it, it the game affected me. Well, it's like better in the dangerous. first one because she's 14 in the first one. So if <laughs> well, you're gonna choose sec- one, I, also you in the second specify. one, I'm, in yeah. the second one, I'm talking. I'm not even about the main character, but okay. the super buff one who like is a murderer, a problematic murderer. Oh yeah, problematic. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, was, I didn't want to pivot too hard into video games. Just immediately leave Kath out of the whole thing. I just remember because I got one of the refurbished ones from GameStop, and after I got it, I was like. <laughs> Of all the things that I know that someone has used before, I really don't want like, because I was like, is this some weird 14 year old's PS4 that was like, <laughs> you know, just like in that energy of a room that that kid's <laughs> yeah. in? Like, I don't want that one. This How much yeah, cum dust what? is in my CD yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's what cranking it to dead or alive, like... and I got to use it now. <laughs> what is this going to do to like the feng shui of my apartment to <laughs> right. bring this, this energetically like just full of like undiluted testosterone into my home. Yeah, yeah. It might be better to bring like a haunted doll into your house than <laughs> yeah. like a 14 year old's refurbished PlayStation. It's, Even the Lord could refurbish this one. <laughs> yeah. It's just full of, that was like, I, I tweeted about it. So, you know, don't call me out. Like oh, you tweet, but, um, I like <laughs> the new Instagram thing that they've been advertising to me is vintage anime shirts. And I'm like, I do not want to buy a fucking anime shirt that was worn by anime dudes. Like, can you? Are you kidding me? Like, there could not be a worse shirt than be like, oh, you want this Goku shirt? And I was like, I know who wore Goku shirts. And I, yeah, they're it's up there with like wrestling I, shirts of like, I don't know that. Yeah. As a guy who wears both anime and wrestling shirts, yeah, I, I donate all my clothes like a good boy, but I. Warn the lady at out of the closet. I'm like, if you want to just set the shit on fire, I think you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, like- there are some vintage wrestling shirts that go for so much money, and it's like I get that cool people wear them now, but like this yeah. shirt was not worn by someone who's like you would want to have skin to skin contact with most likely. Yeah. Like, also, like, I'd be so bummed to give like the type of guy who has a Ricky the Dragon <laughs> steamboat vintage shirt $2,000. What is right. he going to do with that fucking... He's not sending it to his ex-wife and kids like he's supposed to. He's yeah. definitely <laughs> figuring figure out a way to flip that on the street, bro. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, like, he's buying a volcano and a PlayStation 4, no question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, should what's the trashiest thing you can buy with it? Uh, <laughs> That's the first thing you should do with like, when everything gets fully legalized, GameStop should just be like, we're also a head shop. Like, we yeah. know what we're doing. <laughs> they already do all the head shop stuff because they got games, 14-year-olds hanging that hang out in there all the time. They've got, like, head shop shit down already. Yeah, this but... is full energy. Just start I selling I already apes. don't feel comfortable in there. Like, it's already <laughs> yeah. just like a head shop. Just yeah. like, as a guy who loves weed and video games, 
both places are so dreadful to be in. I have a I have a bit oh, about yeah. this about how like he- it's so weird because like pe- I I love to smoke and like I smoke all the time and I feel like people who like weed are very vibe conscious and yet the vibe of all head shops is so malevolent. It's like it doesn't feel like it's it feels like you're in the back of a van. It doesn't feel like you're in a business. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. You know, another weird like like link, most head shops I've been in sort of feel like you're inside a gaming PC. Cause there's like LEDs <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. And like, like fans. sounds and fans and, like, and coolants. Yeah. yeah. You're like, am I in the grid? What the fuck? <laughs> Did I just yeah. work in an Alienware 5100C yeah. NVIDIA G472 or whatever, you know? Yeah, and it feels like they're bullying me because they're like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't care how much weed you smoke. Like, there don't need to be this many kinds of papers. Like, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> is going on. It's like a coffee machine. They're like, do you want the cones? And I'm like, I, I want the... Small paper, like little, little, little paper. Yes. Black. Square, square. Roll, roll. No sugar, like, no milk. I had, yeah. yeah. I was just in Austin and I had to go into a head shop. Uh, and like, this is already kind of how every business in Austin, every business in Austin operates like head shops in other parts of the country operate. <laughs> like all legitimate businesses sort of feel a little bit like a head shop. So the head shops there feel like totally insane. So like I walk in, there's like five or six people congregating right outside the door and I like walk past them and go in and there's no one in there and I realized those people all work at this head shop and I waited in there for I'm not exaggerating like probably 10 minutes before one of them came in yeah it's like how how was Rogan you were in Austin how was Rogan was it as fun as doing high and mighty oh it was great (laughs) (laughs) I think we really got to the bottom of a lot of stuff you know yeah you brought him to get vaxxed which I think is going to be big that's a big special (laughs) yeah it's my credit now (laughs) I was thinking about because it was like you know he's ever present on the internet and then the new Resident Evil came out and I was like if Joe Rogan busted out of a house in a Resident Evil I wouldn't be like he shouldn't be in there. I'd be like, oh, this is also someone. I'm like, he's going to explode. He's going to get the virus on me. But like 40% of the people who coded the Resident Evil have listened to every single minute of the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> just don't want. That's why the mansion you're in in the new game looks like the inside of a barbecue restaurant. <laughs> yeah. The man cave like in the new Resident Evil. Octagon slash TGI Fridays he records out of down there. I saw it. Now, now, Gabrus, I don't know when you left New York, but I don't know if you remember this place. It, his the, the pictures of his studio, somebody said, why does this look like a barbecue restaurant? And I was like, it looks specifically like the Hell's Kitchen location of the Justin Timberlake barbecue restaurant, Southern Hospitality. Oh no, I go. missed I missed that one. That one was maybe after okay. my time. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I like that you said that like if you were in New York when this restaurant existed, you would definitely know. <laughs> you would, I mean, like, yeah. He might know. He might know. That's all. <laughs> that would be yeah, my vibe. I, I got rejected from the uh downtown bar that has the steel bull in it because when I went up to the bouncer, this is all coming back to me because this when you said we were talking about it. The place that I think Joe Rogan's studio looks like is that place that has the. It's called like it might be called Mason Dixon Line or some shit. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's like definitely it's like right. Even though Lower East Side of New York, and I remember getting rejected after a rugby match trying to go in there, and the guy I was like, my wife's like, why won't you let my husband in? He's like, 
Because he's pissed himself. He's got piss all over himself. My wife is like, what? And I was like, oh, I, I'm arguing with the bouncer. She's defending him. And the bouncer's like, the guy's soaked in piss. And I looked down and I had fully pissed my pants. It was like all over. I had shorts on. It was like soaked through my shorts all over my legs. And I had no idea. And I'm screaming, why won't you let me in to this shithole that I don't want to go to? Just yeah, with we- the, those embarrassing like... Where it looks like chaps, but it's piss instead of leather. That Liam Neeson shit. Wait, was that a rugby thing? Like you just got hit so hard you pissed? No, I just was so blasted. (laughs) Oh, okay. I think I think I my friends were like, You said you peed by the car. So I think I just had like an absolute misalignment of where my urethra was. Or maybe one of those like, oh, my dick is out, so I can kind of look around New York City and act inconspicuous. But really my dick is in my pants and I'm fully taking a twenty-four beer piss in my pants, but trying to look nonchalant around the city, like, oh, weather. You just forgot the most important step. You're like, I'm gonna go piss by that car real quick, and then just watches you stand by the car and piss your pants. Oh, that's not like really how it There's works. Something. Am I supposed to wipe at the end or pull it out in the beginning? <laughs> I know, There's something I'm, I'm supposed something. to do. <laughs> this doesn't seem like what is. Other people do this. This is cool. All right, if you if you say so. I really. That's not a type of story that you also expect there to be a wife that's on your side in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, right, where did you meet this fucking psycho? <laughs> Believe me, we're no longer on the same side. It's been a crazy year. Oh. <laughs> she takes strangers in traffic side against me while I'm driving. <laughs> we're at that and, level of marriage where it's like actually he had the right. Like, what the fuck is this? Oh, he's actually a good. Like, you're the bad driver, honey. Is like the level we're at now. We're siding with strangers on the road. Oh my god. That's strangers like on really... the road. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to power no. segue to little Let's do guys. It. Power segue. Absolutely. Go for power it. Power segue. Little guys are also on the road uh, sometimes, and that's bad for them because they're so little and cute. When I asked Eli what you want to talk about on the pod, he said, <laughs> I went, and I was talking to just him, assuming you three have some sort of mind melt, and he just wrote back, little guys. You know, like little animals, little dogs, little frogs and stuff. And I was like... <laughs> Actually, I know exactly yeah. what you mean, and yes, one hundred percent. Because I was like, yeah. "Oh, I feel bad if he like kicks back something without talking to Kath and Patty about it." And then the one who kicks back, I'm like, "I feel like uh, this makes sense for you guys." Big yeah, time. I'm like Magic the Gathering draft strategy. <laughs> hey, Patty and Kath, we're doing a podcast. Strap in. No, it's, it's weirdly a, a it's it's a subject we discuss at length all the time on our podcast. So I was like, yeah, as we I feel should. like this is an e- a good easy one to be like, we're all into we're all fans of little guys right i feel like they're like everyone is that's kind of Mm -hmm. we found like we stumbled upon like a no one hates like a little newt you know what i mean they always fucking rule especially if they look like they should be huge killer dragons but then Mm -hmm. you realize they're like on a hand or something that's the best thing about little guys is classic example of a little guy i think it's it's like and every i feel like there's even since like the pandemic there's people just love a picture of a little guy because like Everything is so bad, but little guys are always like in their own little world. So you're just like looking at like a tiny frog in sand and you're like, he has no idea. He's just chilling. He's yeah, having yeah. a great time. You don't and have to pull out to like the plant too. pouring toxic sludge into the pond that the frog lives in. Exactly. You're just yeah. seeing the little frog. Look at him. Holy shit. It's magical. Yeah. yeah. Zooming in on like, I think a thing we're seeing a lot of in the pandemic, uh, <laughs> this is so stupidly anecdotal but like people putting out little tables for squirrels and birds and shit i feel like oh, it's yeah. a new thing oh, yeah. in the last year love that shit mm. i am 
here for it. And there's something <laughs> about the shrinking down of the viewpoint. And Eli, I wasn't even thinking this until you said like, the world sucks, and the more shit you see at one time, the more high risk you have of something mm. bad infiltrating it. So if we shrink <laughs> it all down to like the the little fairy door level. by my house that I built with a little squirrel <laughs> table where I put <laughs> corn out for them. Like that's so you can just you're truly like Wes Andersoning your own little like world yeah. to look at and feel peace. I, I have I have some very uh, pertinent little guy information that I actually meant to tell Eli and Patty, so now I can share with you all. Oh my god! You were Please. all talking Jeez. about video games for a while, so I don't feel that embarrassed no, no. to share. <laughs> no, legally you have the floor for as long as you can. <laughs> yeah. No, I just meant I feel like I'm about to reveal something extremely nerdy about myself, which is that I'm taking Japanese classes. Oh, so yeah. oh shit! I'm uh, I'm learning that's Japanese. That's a weeb in every way but anime. It's just that's a matter thing. of time. Now that's I, uh, yeah. if I could yeah. unpack Kath barely knowing her only over social media that's some like loosely connected to wrestling thing oh yeah absolutely yeah absolutely. where you're like now I'm, I can I'm speak to the, a, the Japanese, a Japanese wrestling, wrestling t-shirt like <laughs> yeah. it's absolutely so I can you know go be go make friends with uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi that's why I'm learning Japanese <laughs> to just like go uh, become the wife of a, a famous hunk yeah. um, well, well here I'll tell you the classes that I was signed up for pre and peri pandemic and you tell me what life I'm planning <laughs> I I take weekly Spanish lessons, surf lessons, and Jeet Kune Do. Bruce oh, Lee's hell yeah. You're going to be in Point Break. I was, you're going to be, you're going to start I, your own uh, <laughs> surfing bank robbery gang. Yeah. yeah. And you're then when gonna, you flee. You're going to fight Anthony Kiedis. That's what <laughs> oh, finally. That's been That's brewing for a, uh, since fucking aeroplane. I, yeah. I think the thing we have in common is our, our future lives both involve us meeting hunks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, my whole life has been geared towards trying to meet hunks as as long. I I mean, we I could talk hunks for hours because I have like a classic, like I like big male hunks, but let's. Shrink it down to little tiny yes. hunks. Yeah. What's <laughs> so this new info? What What's the new to... drop? Yeah. yeah. So um, one of the words I learned last week in Japanese class is uh, mushi. And mushi, um, my Japanese teacher, who's a, a Japanese guy, said it means bug. But he gave us a bunch of examples of a mushi. And he said a snail was a mushi. And uh, there was something else like a, a crab was a mushi. And I was like, that doesn't seem right. That's not, those aren't bugs. And so I looked it up and apparently it's, it's like, there's a different word for insect, but mushi is basically like little guy. Like, Oh, nice. It's like critter. It's oh, so. Kath, you just said the magic. I was just about to say me and my wife, our magic word is critter. Like yes! when we say critter, we mean that's a type yeah. of, a dog can be a critter. A, a spider can be a critter. Like there's, that's but it has to have critter energy or yeah. mushy yes. energy. Those yeah. are the so two mushy, like, good and it, evil. Is critter is good, <laughs> creature is an evil critter. A yes. big evil critter. <laughs> I'm glad to learn this word. Japanese yeah, are I so do, great at like they're like, you you didn't know you needed a word for this, but you here you go. It's mushy. I do want to be cl to clarify because I don't want anyone to get mad that like so the reason it's kind of little guy is in like a older it's sort of an old Japanese word, and it was basically like Things are furry or they fly or they're in the or they swim in the ocean. And if they're not one of those things, they're mushy. Like, yeah, there's birds. There's like furry stuff. There's fish. And then everything else is a mushy. So they're, like they're, lizards, 
bugs, all that, all the critters. They're they're classifying stuff like like from the book of Genesis, like by what yes. day God made it. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. A flying day thing, a scaly God thing. God dropped the critters. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to think. It, them out. Like, it's like uh, herbs at the end of your dish, Alison Romaine style. Just snip some basil and snip some critters <laughs> and drop them across. Yeah. Yeah, that's how God. The seasoning that, of life, little guys. And you got to got like, if, if you're, you know, on that train, you believe in the one omnipotent God or whatever, it's like, you got to know when they knocked out the ladybug, they were like, oh, hell yeah. This we nailed guy it with this is one. pretty yeah. good. We made, a bug that, we made a bug that no one is grossed out by. So yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we, we made a bug universally loved, but is also poisonous. It's like the perfect, <laughs> perfect. Uh, I had one in my beard leaving the beach the other day. And my oh wife, my God. My, like my wife was like, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Just stop moving it. And it was like, I was like, take a picture. Like, I thought it was like, this is content. I would be a king if I had a ladybug in my beard. And now I'm like, now I have to like seek this out. I'm going to have like a stylist yeah. place ladybugs in my beard. No, that's like sure. a like Miyazaki character shit. You with ladybugs in your beard? Get yeah. out of here. Was the ladybug giving you like instructions and like telling you about the castle? Because then you're there, dude. It'd be like it's that's when you find out it's not a ladybug, and the ladybug is like, I'm a prince, but I was changed by the witch. And then you yeah, have to say it, it actually turned into a very short woman who looks like a caricature of uh Edie Falco. That's actually what <laughs> Oh shit. Yeah. That's good news for me. <laughs> As someone who on this Sopranos rewatch, uh who orig- I, re- I watched it when I was 18, 19 when it was first out, and then I watched it again this past pandemic and Man, was I a little uh, Furio and uh, Christopher Kid, and now I'm a fucking Roe and uh, <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> Carmella man. Like, that's how I knew I became a man is because I'm like, no, you know what? Adriana, great character, but I'm here because I care about Carmella. <laughs> for the Tony, moms. Do you not realize what you have, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, uh, hate, you hate Father Intentola for a different reason. It's like, he's just taking advantage of her. He's not, he doesn't <laughs> care about her. Yeah. It's one of those, like, it's just, you love to, the, the, the perspective change of like aging. Like, I always think like the biggest 180 everybody does is on graffiti. We're like when it, when you're like in high school, like, graffiti's the coolest. Who gives walls don't belong to anyone, man. And now like, if I see graffiti, I'm sometimes like, so like this business is going to have to clean this up. Like, uh, I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I argue that there's like three tiers of that. And then you flip back around where you're like, this is actually, you know, interesting local art. Like you eventually mm-hmm. get that. And I, I hit that. I, I hit that when I realized I'll never own a piece of property. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, I fucking paint whatever you fucking want, people. Yeah. I, I don't know. It will I have never an, be my problem. <laughs> the most expensive thing I've ever owned, I'm talking to you guys on. <laughs> yeah. What if they graffitied your microphone? Like, oh. Fuck, dude. No, oh, now man. this fucks. And now I look too cool. People are going to be let down when they actually start hearing me on the pod. Just, yeah. Well, if it's good graffiti, then maybe it eventually means, you know, it'll it'll flip and someone uh, wealthier than you will buy the laptop from you and turn yes, it around, you know? Right, because it has mm-hmm. like Supreme written on the back or something. Yeah, exactly. it's a limited edition yeah. now. You, you, know? you hire a cool artist like the tech companies used to do, and he can just do graffiti on your laptop. It'll be $800. <laughs> instead of uh, whatever they paid. Yeah. The guy to do the Facebook offices or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, come in here. We need to boost morale. It'll be better if people were here for 12 hours a day, but, you know, with like a robot behind them. What like, if we let them play ping pong for 15 minutes? Then they'll work 16-hour days. And what if we convince them that the people that they work with are their friends? Then they don't have to try to maintain social lives outside of here. And he's yeah. like, uh, not to, I'm going full socialist already. We should be talking little guys. <laughs> also, yeah, also the, the ping pong well, is frowned upon. of the little guys. Yeah, yeah. I also, worked... come on. We're trying to work here, asshole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ping pong is a... I don't under ping pong plus open concept offices. Who would ever want that ever? The well, most nightmare. annoying sound, and instantly <laughs> you're like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like having to reach between a woman's chair. You're like, sorry, I'm just gonna get under your desk for two minutes. You know, <laughs> the, I, I socialism worked... is ultimately all about being pro little guy. So I feel pro like yes, this is yeah. all yes. It is about the little guys. It's about the little guys all working together. The Fuck. insect bourgeois. Hi, back half. That's a power segue if I've ever heard one. Oh yeah. <laughs> so now the rest of this podcast is all about serious political theory. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I, I, yeah, now, now I'm just picturing. I'm just picturing the doozers from Fraggle Rock right now. That's what we. <laughs> the little guys all working together, and then yeah. Wembley eats their little buildings. Uh, I do. Is, I, you know. I do think the little guys in in media are all often overlooked. We're like, this is. I was. This is unrelated, but I was having a long conversation about little guys with a guy outside of a show like uh, a couple <laughs> of days ago, and uh, I think it was with Andrew Durso, and I was like, because it's like for me, that's why I like Mandalorian and stuff. I don't really like Star Wars. It's like I'm always there's just like I want all of Star Wars. I don't give a shit about Luke. I want like who's that like weird bird on a table in one bar scene who's just yes. like spinning around and like squirting milk. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> Anyone want to know more about this weird like nipple bird? You're like you a know? big salacious crumb head. Yeah, that's yeah. literally yeah. what I was gonna say. This guy loves salacious. Bean salacious crumb. crumb is not a mushy dude. He's a creature. He's not a critter. Oh, he's at all. a full blown critter. When he's you think not about a critter. Think about it. Poor guy. He's it's a victim of his circumstances. He doesn't he's, know anything. No, he's economically no anxious. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's laughing at people being enslaved. Yeah, no, okay, you. Hey, hold on. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, laughing yeah. because he's so grateful it's not him because he knows it's he's next if he can't keep finding people to enslave. He also, his hair growth is bad. Like, Yes. You yeah. feel like you sometime in the series you see like the same species that Salacious Crumb is, but it looks like fine and you're it like, "Oh, healthy. Salacious Crumb is like really sick. Like he has mange. <laughs> That's not like normal crumb." You yeah, know? So they, don't have, they don't have a stylist on that barge. <laughs> you know, so you yeah. That'd be awesome to finally see like what Jabba's people look like, and he, and they none of them look like him. They're all like, <laughs> yeah. kinda, and he's just like, really everyone's skinny. like, oh, that's just his race, and he's like, uh, yeah, totally my race. Yeah, man. Yeah. His brother disgusting. shows up. His brother shows up. It's just like it looks like just a snake, and they're like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's got a bit of a weight problem. <laughs> I'm like allergic to everything I eat. Okay? Yeah. I can't. Yeah, that's what Jabba the Hutt. He he only he has celiac, but he just eats nothing but gluten, which every food in just Star Wars is down gluten fucking, heavy. Uh, he bourbon has to get, every he, night. He wants that's, to get that's what the quarter portions were. <laughs> he wants to get gastric bypass, but he's like one of those weird alien races that has like eight stomachs, so it's just like <laughs> it's extremely complicated. Yeah. yeah, it's too hard. He's got eight doctors working at once. <laughs> All right, yeah. now we have to. All the staples have to hit at once. <laughs> it's like a, it's a, it's a real like everything at one Voltron key style. It has to all be, <laughs> right. or it just yeah. migrates to a different stomach and is like yeah. escaping at all times. I don't know Salacious, how you Salacious Crumb is just praying that it, the operation fails and goes wrong. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Free. Sitting on his shoulder. 
That's the thing. He's the, the heir salacious, to the throne. <laughs> the salacious crumb aliens are like very like healthy looking and well fed, and the job of the hut aliens are snakes. And it's just that this <laughs> job of the hut yeah. has stolen the soul from this salacious bee crumb. I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's very very good, sir. Awana wanga. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how. Like, I, I feel like it's impressive if you're like a big fat guy in Star Wars because every piece of food in Star Wars is looks awful. Like, this, you just love green milk that much that yeah. you're just like slamming it. Like, well, that is always a thing too. It's just like, no, it's a humanoid race from the planet Gunt. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, These guys all speak unaccented English. Very, yeah. very, very, very. Yeah. Lucky yeah. American imperialism is really something. It's yeah. All the way out there. We all shop online the last year more than ever before. And every time you check out, you see that promo code and you're like, damn, I wish I had one. And then you do like a quick Google search to see if you can get $5 off your noise canceling headphones or $10 off your expensive sneakers or whatever. But all you need is Honey, which is the free browser extension. It scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. The reason I said noise-canceling headphones is because my wife used it to get 10% off a pair of noise-canceling headphones. It, it wasn't 10% off. It was around 10% off, but it was like you know $25 off or whatever. It had some deal like that. But that's exciting. She saved like $15 or $20 on a pair of noise-canceling headphones. So- Honey, it works. Honey has found over 17 million members $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free, installs in a few seconds. Literally, figuratively, everything. It is free. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash mighty. That's joinhoney.com slash mighty, J-O-I-N-H-O-N-E-Y dot com slash M-I-G-H-T-Y. So my neighbor here in my little apartment complex, we're all in each other's businesses now because no one's, <laughs> and speaking of my neighbor's business, she runs, she resells clothes online, like she's, she finds clothes does some something to them. I don't want to get too involved with her. But the exciting thing and the reason I bring her up is because she uses ShipStation. Uh, she can import orders from any sales channel. She could ship with any carrier using the discounted rates. And you can automate just about all the shipping tasks. So she likes it because she spends less time shipping and more time growing her business. Uh, she's you know, selling her stuff on uh, websites and ShipStation keeps all her orders in one place. So it's super easy for her and it gives you discounts with UPS, FedEx, USPS, all that. Um, so small businesses can now access the rates that usually giant companies get access to. So she benefits from it. Maybe you can too. I highly recommend. I'm, as a matter of fact, thinking of firing up ShipStation for some merch stuff. So ship more in less time. Just use my offer code MIGHTY to get a 60-day free trial, M-I-G-H-T-Y. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, S-H-I-P-S-T-A-T-I-O-N.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in MIGHTY. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code MIGHTY. Let's make ship happen. We're touching a third rail that I talk about 
probably as much as you guys talk about little guys, it sounds like, is fat superheroes. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you are an alien from the planet Krypton, why do you have cum gutters? Like, you didn't earn them. If you the are the obliques. Hulk, you are just gamma radiation. You don't need abs. You're just insanely strong. Yeah. These people, Captain America, like maybe Captain America, maybe Black Panther, these guys whose bodies are their thing. But if like you're gifted with supernatural, like why would Thor have big arms? He is a god. He's not using effort ever. Uh, or is flying cardio for Superman? Now I'm just yeah. doing like eight minute chunk that I haven't done because I haven't seen people in a year. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's but it's like yeah, like the Hulk. What else? Like, what else did I want to talk uh, about? What else Okay, yeah. So yeah, like, Israel Palestine. <laughs> Sorry, I'm actually not going to say anything about that. Yeah. Oh, this is you know sore subject for, but it's oh my yeah. So little guys, big guys. Yeah, but the Hulk, like the Hulk, could say you guys, big. guys, the Hulk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, especially since it's based on like radiation and it's like a disaster. It he wouldn't. Why would he be perfectly proportional? Like, he, why does he get big in the way that he's like? I do arms on yeah. Monday, chest on Tuesday. No, he should turn into just like. He should be the awful. elephant man, dude. He should just yeah. be a green elephant man and just be yeah. really strong. Why mm. is Star Lord jacked? When did he exercise? He's been in. He's mostly in zero gravity. He flies around <laughs> using gadgets and swords. There's no justification for why he should yeah. be jacked. Actually, every space he could look like, say, I don't know, Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec, and it would totally <laughs> right. work as That's a fucking right. TV yeah. as a movie. <laughs> no, every, really, every space every space uh, hero should be like horrifically atrophied from zero yeah, gravity. They should, they should all be like kind of round yeah. and yeah, yeah, like no toning, no definition. Right. Well, isn't that Just like, like soft and babyish? When astronauts that do long missions, don't they come back and they like cannot stand up because they're just like, which should tell you that it's like, okay, we are messing with some like above <laughs> yeah. our race shit when they come back and they're like shrunken to little worm legs. They look like fucking David Cross in the like Titanic <laughs> sketch. It's like, ooh, that shit, maybe he's got we the don't go to the moon. Body <laughs> his, that shit what makes are, me laugh so hard. That visual is in my head since the day I saw it when I was like yeah, nine or whatever. One of the people man. in that sketch says he looks like a wet cigar. And that has never <laughs> left me. It's never oh, I don't even me. remember that. That's a strong yeah. specific. That's a very strong specific. Oh. You may oh. like. I will recommend. We won't go into it, but have because there's a. You're, you mentioned the anime thing. There is a guy that I like. That's a fat superhero in like the show My Hero Academia, and his power is he's just like. I don't feel it when you punch me. It's like, oh, yeah, nice. That seems good. And he's like, I'm very bouncy, and they're like, Yeah, this all tracks. This is good. Also, I'm like such so obsessive with like powerlifting and feats of strength and stuff. It's like. Look at what the strongest people in the world look like. They don't look like Captain America. Absolutely yeah. they, not. Look, they look like truckers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. They look not good. They look like they're having some issues. They're dark purple frequently, their skin tone. Yeah. No, like, yeah. yeah. You'd think Captain America would have the diet of like Tom Brady, where like, you know, whether like Patty usually like he eats like one cheeseburger and dies, just like <laughs> distilled water or else. Yeah. They look like uh, no influencer, like perfect, like. Low no, body the strongest fat. people on earth look like Hank from Breaking Bad. They're like yes. all like head veins. That's yeah. they're just made of head veins. They're fire yeah. they're fire hydrant builds so that they have yeah. super short levers. The guys who could bench press the most in the world have short arms. It's like the guy with the 900 pounds bench press has weirdly proportioned body, huge fucking pecs and little tiny arms. He's got to move the weight fucking six inches. <laughs> like, yeah, that's nowhere. a fucking 
biological advantage. The yeah, fucking yeah. big guts. People used to joke and call them power bellies when you're deadlifting because you just crunch it down and grab the bar and your stomach is like, I need to expand. <laughs> kind of gives you a little force rebound. back. Up. It's like one yeah, of those yoga it, balls at work, you know, or just yeah. sit on it, a BOSU. It's like how Michael Phelps is to swimming. A fire hydrant man is to yes, dude. Mm. Tess, this is another obsession of mine: is that genetic advantage of like when there was that article? It must have come out at some point where it's like, and he has weirdly flexible ankles that like he can't run because his ankles sprain so easily. But it makes for perfect kicking. He's got size fifteen shoes. He's got (laughs) he's super long arms, no torso. Yeah, he's hairless. It's like a merman. Six lungs. Yeah, this is he's from the Zora Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. you want to be like he's a fish. Just say he's a fish. Yeah. This was on my mind because my I was talking about um, Jim Carrey with with my f- friend who's a comedian the other day, and he was like, "Whatever like Michael Phelps has for swimming, Jim Carrey's face has for making faces. He has a like, webbed face. He's <laughs> he has yeah. He, that's that's exactly what my friend comedian Joe Barlow said. He was like, he has webbed feet, but for comedy. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that 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 fire marshal Bill face is like wild and not easy to do for no. an extended period of time. And he There's, yeah, that's let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> you can. I just you can, sprained my chin trying. <laughs> yeah. You can look this up. There was like a really, really good k- football kicker who was really good because he did not have one foot, and so they were like, <laughs> he just had like basically like a little wrecking ball down there, and they were. Oh like, wait, there's the, no spin. One of the o- like one of the OG like early record holders as the NFL kicker was a dude who had no toes. You're right. That was the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he just had like, like lost, and he would just had like a literally a club foot and he would like swing <laughs> it like a hammer. fucking cricket racket just smash yeah, a football his, through his, his mother was actually a witch from the Roll Dolls the Witches that's why he didn't have toes yeah his his dad was a fucking uh, try hard high school football player who got a monkey paws <laughs> wish that is I want my son to be good at football like I never was he's like well he's gonna be a kicker and because he's gonna have no toes it's like no yeah. But it's it's just that whole thing. It's like he's eliminated spin completely. It's like yeah, it is like a weird anime hero. It's like oh, just neutral footman, able to kick with perfect straight accuracy. People just start getting weird genetic modifications to be better at super specific sports. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, the the money is in blank now. The money's in CrossFit now. It's like, cool, I had genetically had my shoulders destroyed so I could do a million <laughs> yeah. kipping pull-ups. Like, I just I have yeah. ball bearings. I all my joints to dust. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bring that back. Be like, it's like, oh, this player is suspended for uh, performance enhancement. They're like, oh, drugs? And they're like, no, he got all his fingers made longer and he's <laughs> yeah, grabbing yeah, the ball right. too much. <laughs> and it's a yeah, weird and creepy. lead implanted under his knuckles. <laughs> There's another just, guy that. Oh, go ahead, Patty. He's getting a, getting elective Tommy John surgery. It's like, well, see, I already got the dead guy's ligament, so I'm actually I'm good. Yeah, you're going the full. Guy. You get two Rowan Gardners just in case it works for you. Yeah. There is another guy. This is shout out. I've been watching all these videos on this uh, channel called Secret Base, which is basically like sports, but the weirdest possible. Words. There's another guy. You remember, like, you probably saw him like Sandlot or whatever. Remember the Stickum? That people had, and it was like yeah. glue or whatever. And so you're supposed to put like a little bit on your hands, to maybe be able to catch them all better. And then literally, this guy who was in the NFL just was like, Is there a rule against me putting my whole hands in there? And they were like, No. <laughs> and so he started playing. You can look at photos, his hands are like covered in glue. And then 
it was working so well that he started covering his whole body in it because it made him just like impossible to deal with. So he'd take like a bucket of stick and like rub it on his chest and then like he was a cornerback, right? So like Everyone a wide receiver. Everyone was too grossed like... out to touch him. Yeah, yeah. he would have like feathers yeah. and and grass and like yeah. Gatorade cups stuck to him and shit. And, and literally like Looney Tune style, like you know, like a wide receiver would be like, oh, I'll just push off him, and then they're like, I'm stuck to you. Like, <laughs> yeah. and they had to make a rule where they were like, you can't do this. You can't. You, can you be can't a little be swamp sticky. thing, dude. You can't be like this nasty. On no, the that's field. all. That's like how Kimbo Slice in all those backyard fight videos, he would like oil himself up so people oh, couldn't yeah. grapple him. <laughs> and it's so like you would just watch these dudes go to grab him and be like, their arms would slip off and be like, uh oh. Boom, like, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. blast. The look on their face the second they're like, well, I thought I'd be able to grab him. This guy's huge and he's mad slippery. <laughs> uh oh, he's buttered like, up. Like, oh, in Bron that movie Bronson, Tom Hardy does that shit oh, yeah. too. He like rubs that oil on his body, uh, gets fully naked and is just like, bring it on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think it's what we need hunks. is a fight between Kimbo Slice and the Sticky Man. I want to see oh, who would win yeah. that. <laughs> well, this is I, I, it's like I Velcro. The other, that I believe that <laughs> Kimbo Slice dying. I don't know how something bad happened. I think it was like, uh, but him dying was like against what was supposed to happen because he was built and born to beat the shit out of Jake Paul, and yes. then he died before he could. It's like it destiny. destiny. I fully yeah. think they'll find like a vase with like. Kimbo Slice beating the shit out of Jake Paul on it, and they'll be like, ah, oh, didn't, <laughs> like, the whole universe is out of whack. You know what? That's why everything that's happened the last two years is because Kimbo Slice couldn't defeat. The great battle never happened. Now we're so off So we have the to go timeline. back in time and, and stop Kimbo Slice from dying, whatever might have caused his death based on his life. <laughs> Which and was lifestyle. everything that he ever <laughs> yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, right. His I got you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, have to, you <laughs> have to go get back into your childhood bedroom and have the uh, air, the airplane engine hit you. That's yeah. actually the, yeah. It's, There's uh, no easy, like, you can't find a convergence point of, like, where do I go to save Kimbo Slice? It's like, you got to spend, like, 20 years with him. and just... You kind of have to, like, really put in a lot of effort, more effort than you ever put in on your own yeah. life. It's like, right. like, like you gotta really lot. keep an eye. Yeah, you gotta like get him to like not get slammed into concrete parking dividers in street fights for like fifteen to twenty years. That was like yeah. kind of the big thing. If you, if you do too good a job, he won't even get started fighting. So you have to kind right. of you know you, yeah, you can't go back you too end far. Up, you end up Jake Paul gets even more powerful because there is no Kimbo Slice at all. <laughs> oh yeah, there's only uh, Professor Slice from <laughs> USC, <laughs> the poetry professor, Mister Slice, still dresses the exact same way. <laughs> I mean, his name, his real name too, is like Francis Kim or something like that too it's yeah. a, it's our francis kimbo or something like that yeah it's even Bald like king though kimbo slice Fuck really yeah. the answer yeah. is, is, is you gotta get butterbean out of retirement butterbean talk about the strongest men in the world yeah butterbean butterbean, butterbean is not afraid to take someone out in like a stunt fight like he did oh, there, yeah. was the, there was Jackass. the um the well there was the wwf one too in, in when i was i forget what it was called like tough enough or no it was called um Brawl for all, and yes, there was like, yes. and there was a guy that was supposed to win on the on the wrestling side where they have like a boxing match with wrestlers, and it was this guy, Doctor Dusty Williams, and he got beaten by kind of a nobody, Bart Gunn, and then he started fighting Butterbean, and Butterbean knocked him out where he looked like he was dead, and he hit the rope, and it was just like, <laughs> well, that was that. It was like fifteen seconds or less, and it's like, okay, a real uh, boxer is a real box. Yeah. Like people don't understand that, like. 
As someone who's been punched in the face at bars several times in my life, I've been punched in the face by people who have thrown punches in training and by people who haven't. There is a marked difference. You don't have to be Kimbo Slice. You could be Patty Moe, but if you've thrown enough hands, it'll fucking sting. So get punched by a real, by Butterbean, who's like, 265 punching a wrestler. Oh, he's got to be more than that. We won't get it, but... And it's solid. Like, the shape looks fat, but I think it's like... If you did like a cross section, like a hamburger, you'd be like, this is just circular muscles. I think you would be like... like even at twenty percent body fat, like yeah. if you're three hundred I mean, pounds at twenty percent body fat, that's... all of all of his punches are like when you're doing that charge up move in a video game, <laughs> and like if you hit, it's huge, but it's harder to hit because he's not like super fast. <laughs> right. But if you right. get hit with one, it's just like lights out. It's you're, over. You're just yeah. Flipping yeah. the switch, like I'll, you're not. I'll go there is an appeal to, to Butterbean. He's like the real yeah. life Zangief, right? Like he's yeah. like the real life Kuma. <laughs> you're choosing him because it's like. One hit, you're knocked out. It's like, I hope he gets one hit. It's like, he might not. He might not. <laughs> I, I'll go. I'll say, I think the Butterbean could knock out Captain America. Like, if, they, if it was, for me, if it was Under like Captain right America versus yeah. Butterbean, I'd be like, like the, I don't think the odds would be like, that's cute. I would get Butterbean into the Marvel Universe. I was oh, yeah. Let's get, get Butterbean the Super Soldier Serum. Let's get him. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Why are we giving it to the scrawny freaks? Give it to already <laughs> insane athletes. That like does sort of make sense. This is the converse of little guys. We want <laughs> yeah. little guys, but if you're not a little guy, be the biggest guy. That's yeah, what those we want. Are, anything yeah. in between is sucks, all right? <laughs> not into it. <laughs> I have said this so many times about dating men. Like, five, 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 six. Great. Don't care. Five nine, worst height. Hate it. Hate a five wow. nine, five ten. Boring. <laughs> Sorry, Patty. Patty just shrugged. Wow. A direct attack. I just feel like short men get so much shit. And it's like, no, don't be an interesting height. Be, yeah, it's just be really being... big or really small. Patty, why aren't you a more interesting height? How dare yeah, you? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get back to a bagel boss height like I was when I was in like middle school. <laughs> oh man, I, I mean, forgot yeah. all about that video. Five, five four would give you a more interesting height for sure, but that might be brutal for other reasons. Sure, <laughs> sure. Well, Kath thinks my height's interesting now, but no one has got me in their no search terms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, dude, that is like a thing. Like, wh- now that I think about it, why did they give the super soul just serum to like the skinniest guy they could find? What right. if they were like the biggest well, psychopath? Because they, yeah. they had a hunch that he was a good guy. That's right. the whole thing. Oh, he has the heart like, of a soldier. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, the, the military is really they really value uh, someone's well, moral standing. <laughs> they showed he showed that he when in the training he kept yeah. trying to he stuffed his <laughs> shoes with newspapers so he was tall enough, and he kept trying to enlist and all that stuff. And uh, Erskine, oh no! The so guy they were who, like, "Oh, this guy really wants to kill people. He is guy, dying to get into the military." Oh my god! I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into this about Captain America. This is making me mad. I'm but at least mad. he was able. At least he was able to stop Hydra. But let the Nazis continue with the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I love about the movie. Is like now they made it Hydra. It's like we have to stop Hydra. It's like. Can't we just make Nazis bad guys still like they're? Yeah. I mean, maybe we don't have to mention exterminating Jews in the Marvel movie, but <laughs> yeah. you should have Nazis. Oh, I think part of the reason why people are being are becoming Nazis again is that they're not bad guys in enough stuff anymore. The soft well, power shit. All the yeah. stuff is like weird terrorist and uh, Asian. Or so now everyone thinks it's corporations and terrorists, and no one's like fucking nazis are bad dudes still don't yes they are <laughs> let's just fucking make them bad guys in games yeah. again dude you didn't could, they th- have uh didn't they have this problem with the minions too where it was like 
Yeah, the minions oh, couldn't the minions do anything <laughs> for like the the World War II because they always worked for the worst guy on the right. World. right. <laughs> so so the like minions the would have been. Yeah. yeah, the idea is that the, the minions, minions are the were hench- briefly called shock troops. Yeah, <laughs> like, doing some in, some in fun the- uh, goofs with the levers and the showers, like trying to they have to stack up to be able to reach them. As <laughs> I'm usually the only Jew on the podcast, so this. I'm the only one allowed to say these things. Oh yeah, you're still the only Jew on the podcast, but oh yeah, I'm not allowed to say them. He's not yeah. Jewish. He's just from Long Island. Yeah. Let's be clear. Exactly. That's my that's my pass. I've just been to 80 bas mitzvahs. <laughs> that was the most Long Island pronunciation. It was like bats mitzvahs. Yeah, like, bas mitzvahs, baby. <laughs> down at the fucking temple. I don't know. Whatever they do down there. There's the fucking synagogue. The yeah. fucking synagogue in South America, bro. Uh, back to little guys. Do you guys have favorite little guys? Because little guys can be so cute and... Even ugly only gives a little guy more power. You know what yes, I mean? Like true. There, mm-hmm. There's like uns, and I'm sure due to your guys' level of onlineness, there's probably some mimic little guys that you've loved. But do you have any? Sugar gliders is an old favorite of mine. I just yeah. met a person who had one when I was like 11, and it was just the cutest, craziest thing. And the fact that someone had it made it seem like it was attainable even though like okay i think it was less magical you know it's like never meet your heroes never meet a sugar glider truly an insane animal that like how does this exist like if you don't pet it enough and you're not nice enough it gets sad and dies like how is this (laughs) real it's like a tamagotchi come to life it's crazy truly a little avatar of a creature yeah that's in the that's in like with bush babies right i feel like i feel like sugar gliders and bush babies are really a lot of people's introduction to the little guy universe where they're like Mm. You're like, I'd like to see more of whatever this That was like the most famous little guy was like, just, I remember seeing on some show, a sugar glider jump from like the corner of a room into a dude's breast pocket. And it's just like burned in my head is like, (laughs) also we're of the generation. And even if you're younger than me, which I think you all are, but of the generation of where monkeys were in everything like comedy wise and like every movie, every TV show had a monkey doing something vaguely human and wearing something vaguely human. I think that activated little guy energy. Yeah. He's constantly (laughs) checking in. Constantly. He was playing third base. I forget what position he played uh, with Matt LeBlanc. uh, Ed played. I think the cute chimp movement got like, weren't there like two years where chimps like wouldn't stop ripping people's faces yes. off <laughs> i was gonna was say like, there was like a monkey heyday in the 90s and then a chimp ripped a lady's face <laughs> off in connecticut and it kind of stopped yeah, I, like, feel, hey. I feel like by the way that was the 50th face ripped off by like an <laughs> entertainment chimp but the first one that like was not covered up by like hollywood elite <laughs> yeah. pr people like yeah. how many fucking like budding celebrities that were maybe about to blow up had their face is ripped off by a monkey and now then they get like 40 grand a year from Warner Brothers to yeah. work in the music department and keep their mouths shut. Yeah, this they, is they my QAnon now. My QAnon is there's I a mean, cabal suppressing the information about monkeys ripping faces off. Like how many people got a visit from Josh Brolin from Hale Caesar in the in the hospital right, with right. no face? Right. Just like here's a briefcase full of money. Uh, yeah. I got a, I got another meeting I gotta go to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking little guys now. I get I feel like there's like all timers, like your sugar breast pocket sugar glider. It's always with you. And then there's like recent little guys where like some you you know one that's been on your mind as of late. Because I know me and Patty are big time Redwall fans from back in the day. I don't know if you ever read those, sure. but Madame Mayo, wow. all time little guy, a mouse yeah. who's a knight. 
that's great stuff. Pretty oh, good. yes, yes, yes. I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about now. I yeah, remember those books. They're doing the show. They're doing a Netflix <laughs> show, I think. I forget. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. that's that's exciting to me. That was that was a big yeah, that was a big one for me when I was a kid, for sure, because it was like so they're just like walking around and like eating like little feasts and stuff. Tubers and is, shit. Cordials. I just want to. I just want to. Can I like morph into this? I want to be in this scenario. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to do math homework. I want to live at the at Redwall Abbey and yeah. Yeah, drink drink current or whatever. Uh, what, what is that about? Like, uh, we want to be small so badly. Honey, I shrunk the kids is so exciting. Going into like these big, and now there's also like a full. I don't, and now I'm pretending like I just found out about it. There's a huge subgenre of porn with like shrunken little dudes being like oh, yeah. picked up by their shirts and shit by giant women. The giant uh, test. Don't ask. Movement. Don't ask how uh, <laughs> like you shirt giant woman a couple of times. You start finding weirder stuff than you originally were trying to find. Did that, did that, did that, did that start with the lit video for Miserable with Pamela Anderson where she eats them all? Because that yes. feels like that was. Uh, it started with. Uh, I mean, I I think it is sort of innate, but it, there's Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. Have you ever seen that oh, movie? Sure. Yes. It yeah, is yeah. full on written by someone who just has a fetish for giant ladies. Like that's yeah. what it's for. Yeah. And then I, but I do feel like that lit video probably uh, was an awakening for a lot of people around our age. Of like, that, oh yeah, I feel Whoa, like She Hulk had to be a big cool. one. Yeah, she <laughs> Hulk. Yeah. Yes, Azina. Yeah, we're we're oh, yeah. we're in like, there because uh, that wasn't She Hulk animated Rogue. <laughs> yeah, and She Hulk wasn't from a time where anyone was like giving a shit about like representation in comics. So like, right. there was no reason they were like, we need to broaden this out. It was one guy that was like, what if the Hulk was a lady? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. She's green. Totally. Pretty cool. <laughs> what if the Hulk had hips and tits, baby? It's like, I don't know, pal, but get back in there, Kirby. Let's see what you come up with. <laughs> you yeah. sick fuck. Enjoy, man. You're gonna, we're going to rip you off. Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh, oh Redwall ti- Redwall's all timers. I got yeah, I think I another all timer, yeah. big time all timer, is the soot sprites from uh, Spirited Away, the little dust boys in the Those are good. Hayao Miyazaki. Oh, shit, Those there's little just guys. Little, there's just there's just kind of little guys all over the place in that. I mean, like I know yeah. the frog, the frog is not a good guy, but the little frog running around and and, and I I would say that like even though they're not little spiritually. The uh, the little uh, chicks that sit in the French onion crocs and have the little bass, those feel like little guys. Oh to me, yeah, you know, even you, though they're even though they're big guys, you get a little guy in a bath. Good <laughs> God, good stuff. <laughs> That's, oh my I goodness. was gonna say one of one of my all timers is copybearers. Oh yeah, sure. Yes, the copybearers yes. that sit in the hot springs with the little yuzu like citrus mm-hmm. in their little spa. Very good little guy in a bath. One of the my monkeys in the oh, hot yeah. springs in Japan. A lot of mm-hmm. good hot spring stuff. I think you also touch on an important thing when, in little guy, you know, uh, lore, which is that you don't really have to be little. It's kind of a vibe. Because copybears aren't that small, but they have very strong little guy energy. The yeah, bigger uh, you are, yeah, the yeah. fluffier you have to be. Yeah, you that's kinda, part of it. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. I I did uh, natured by nurture out here, where you swim with the otters in a pool, <gasps> Ooh, and yeah. it was insanely expensive and worth every fucking <laughs> and I, I i i was i signed up with an 11 month wait <laughs> i went with my wife and friends and it was a fucking riot and i'm a little guy fan as we're discussing but even more i'm like a being in the water fan like as a 
lifelong fat dude. The water's the great equalizer. I'm yes. comfortable with my shirt off, but I'm as fast as people in the water. I'm, my <laughs> knees don't hurt as much in the water, motherfucker. I'm not yeah. sweating as much because I'm in the water, motherfucker. So, so to combine that those two up things. The pool. Get him out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? Steam it up. Steam part off by one part of the water. Yeah. <laughs> but these otters were the fucking cutest. They were like, be careful. They will go down your bathing suit and try to come out another part of it. And that was like a thing. And the other thing that they're obsessed with, these otters specifically, maybe all otters, but they like to take a cup. You fill it up with marbles. They come over. They knock it out of your hand, spill the marbles all over. Then you hold the cup back up, and they bring all the marbles <gasps> back and put them in the cup. Holy and then shit, fill the cup man. up and then go, all right. And then they knock it out of your hand again. Oh I my could God. do that for a week straight with no sleep. Just... I, dude, I did it. They were like, it, you have to get out now. I was like, pruny. <laughs> I was like, we, we, you know, it was like $200 a head, and it's like a two hour set. It's a, I highly recommend it if you're on the West Coast, Natured by Nurture. You have to book so in advance because it's a make a wish place for kids, but on the weekends. <laughs> Do you have to say that you're a make a wish kid? I had to fake up. I had to fake all this shit. No, no. <laughs> it's a make a wish place for kids that is completely funded by rich people coming on ah. uh, weekends oh, and, and swimming with the otters. And they have a fennec foxes when you want to talk <gasps> little guys. Oh, a Big classic. Ears, little guys. Disproportionate yes. bodies really add power to little guys. Yeah, well, yes. one Some body them- part that's not one of the gross ones is too big. Good stuff. Yeah. Not one yeah. of the gross ones. Though. Name all eight th- gross body parts you like. Yeah. <laughs> what do you class? What do you class? I, I, I can see ones. the list behind you on your wall, but maybe for the, yeah. the listeners of the I podcast. I feel like I could do a hierarchy of what body parts I'd like to see big. Ears are up there. Ears, big ears yeah. is always good. Ears are I, up there. Yeah. I was nose the is good thing. if it's go like nose is good if it's like a snout, but not if it's like a. A proposal. Not if it's like you know, a what, That's how you say what that? Cat, I fucking what, confidently what came in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, who do you not like with big noses, Kath? Let God her all damn out. It. <laughs> Thank God Eli's here, or else I would have said that same joke. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was, I'm curious here because I think I'm not totally sure. Let's say you got your otter appointment. And you have your vaccine appointment, and there's a conflict. Oh, I don't know that I would automatically get vaccinated. <laughs> would be like, no, no, no. Uh, I'd be like, I, I mean, otters. I'll wear a mask with the otters. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the I'll otters risk don't it for have another it. few days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, I feel like uh, I haven't really talked about how I felt after I got my second shot and left the CVS. I, I, I hit my two weeks this weekend, but I feel like this is a company that might understand the, the vibe I felt. You know the scene in Big Trouble in Little China when they're in the elevator and they're just looking at each other going, I feel good. I feel good. And because they had that weird (laughs) liquor and they don't know like what's going on. They're like, I feel that's how I felt leaving a CVS for like the first time in a year. I was just like, shit, man. And like if uh, Boys of Summer came on my uh, car, I would have I would have drove it off a cliff and been like, nothing. nothing, (laughs) Life doesn't get better than this. But it was just like leaving the energy I felt. But all that long ass story, TLDR to say. I felt better leaving the otters. <laughs> I felt much better <laughs> leaving the fucking otters. I didn't give a shit about that, you know, opening yeah. the restaurants back then. I just wanted to see <laughs> <Yeah>. otters. <laughs> Mine felt like for something that took that long to get and like should have been such a victorious moment like that. I mean, it's good the, the amount of vaccine sites they have, but like where I got mine it did not feel like it had been fixed. Like, cause I had to go to a, like, like a re like a, a post office in the Bronx that they filled with. Like, so literally 
they turned like the bathrooms into vaccine rooms. So you're sitting in a bathroom. And I was like, <laughs> I definitely was like, I might have to get another one. I was like, I don't know if this <laughs> one is working. Um, you're like, what's the Johnson, Johnson, and Johnson vaccine? Yeah. <laughs> when, which one has three Johnsons in it? Yeah. I was just like, I shouldn't be you're getting. You're about to get the third, pal. Bend over. Yeah. I was like, I, I shouldn't be getting a modern medical marvel this close to a Wendy's. Like, this just feels wrong. But Well, Patty and I got ours in inside the aqueduct racetrack, which was oh, yeah. pretty okay, great. Okay. <laughs> that was and fun. That was, got Jesus. to look at a lot of pictures of famous horses that made me feel yeah, good yeah i like I, that that was good was it did we're you talking tweet about that? it on our podcast but that there should be you should have been able to get it in the stable where they put you in the thing and then like <laughs> in the you get in the temple grand yeah. and hug machine and they yeah. just blast you <laughs> and then they just and then they just shoot you in the head like a lame horse with oh, the yeah. vaccine. Give, give me the anton chigar please <laughs> <laughs> are you here for the vaccine or for the pneumatic hammer to the head that kills you i don't care either one at this point the either one. <laughs> whichever line is shorter that's like you, you turn you turn around and it's that like rick flair looking guy that always wins the kentucky derby it's like what are you shooting me up with right now <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could. We should have gotten the vaccine horse tranquilizer combo. Just really made a day of it. Just you know, a little ketamine, little vaccine. They should still do shit like this. Get all the people who are flippant about it. uh, You know, like get all the people like. Brooks and Dunn are doing a fucking vaccine spe- concert, you know, like free <laughs> ticket if you get if you come and get vaccinated or show your vax card. Let's do a few things like that. Let's inspire. I'm all for, you know, bribing the worst people in America. Yes. <laughs> like at this bribing. point, bribing. I'm Straight not bribing. Give them fifty dollars if they get a vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found if you out. come get Johnson and Johnson, I will give you fifty. I will start that. <laughs> at an intersection of little guys and this talk, I found out today that in Louisiana, some places they give you crawfish if you get a vaccine. Oh, which that sounds that's so smart. Made up. Yeah, I'd love a crawfish. See, I don't know if, if they're do the vaccine, ready, but. Yeah, get the vaccine. They give you a hermit crab to take care of. Uh, yeah. I don't they know give you a turtle that you then have crab. to sign your life away to because it'll live longer than yeah. you. You yeah. get a do- you get a dozen French bulldog puppies that are <laughs> engineered to be near death. <laughs> yeah, uh, the ones where the- when you get their skull, it looks like they got they, they died in like a meteor strike, <laughs> like just a regular pug skull. Have you ever seen one? Yeah. It's like I read I read an article a few years ago in New York magazine or in the New York Times magazine about the Georgia Bulldog and oh how my God, yeah. they're on like the 11th in like 13 years <laughs> and how the dog has to come waddling out and they put down like an ice cold pad for it to lay on because it's out in the Georgia sun all day. Oh, no. And it's like guys and they're like they breed this dog to look a special way and what we're doing to french bulldogs to give them those underbites that make them so cute or to english bulldogs that we're fucking up their brains and breathing capabilities so much to make them cuter and cute yeah it's like i mean i have a boston terrier they're pretty much the same thing but Mm -hmm. he can they're not breeding him to make his snout even shorter like (laughs) yeah it's like georgia the the official school of hip dysplasia like unable to walk I um, people because I used to live in Austin and like I would see people with those kind of dogs and it's just like you just can't have a dog like that where it's hot like it's just you shouldn't be allowed to it yeah. can't live it cannot survive or it's got to be an apartment dog you you can't like you 
it can't be your accessory at the fucking we're right. gonna go get drinks at we're gonna go to Torchies and fucking sit with our French bulldog in the 110 degree heat. Yeah. Right. I, I, How I, many I just, of those dogs I've just seen melted on a patio? Just yeah. like a puddle. <laughs> just, just teeth, a leash, and like a, a brindle colored puddle. <laughs> yeah. I used to love I I walked a big husky in um like Dumbo and when it was like August, it was just like, okay, so me walking this means like hanging out in someone's really expensive apartment with a husky for 30 minutes. Cause I'm like, if I take this dog outside, it's gonna get heat stroke in the elevator. It's gonna be like immediately <laughs> yeah. dead. Yeah. It needs to uh, live like, in a walk-in freezer. It can't, yeah. like, just get this thing out to pee and poop and then get back in the shade. <laughs> oh boy, walk-in freezer. I, I'll tell you if you if you never had access to a walk-in freezer, when I worked at Trader Joe's, I you know, obviously we go back there. Like I'm, I legitimately miss it some days when I'm hungover. I'm like, I wish I had a walk-in freezer because you go in there. Oh my God. It's like, I was a bartender. We had like that keg room that they kept chill. And it's like, you can go in there, sweating your ass off mid shift and just sit down with like a fucking bottle of beer and just sit in the cold for like five minutes. And it can completely get you back in there for the second half of the shift. I feel like, and I say this as someone who also like, Weighted tables had the walk-in freezer. I feel like to what like to Gwyneth Paltrow types, a spa is to them what a walk-in freezer is to dirt bags. To like dirt it bags. is our spa. It restores us. It keeps us healthy. It it's for the for the summer city commuter. It's the <laughs> Apple Store with the doors open and the air conditioner on. Yes, forty <laughs> degrees. When you get that just gust when you're ah, oh, you're like I'm gonna stand in front of the Gap for, while I send this text. You know, yep. like, that's the most New York City shit ever. I, I'm having flashbacks to like this will dry my swamp ass standing for five minutes in front of this store while I look at my phone. Yeah, the opposite I, of like the hot like you're just like hungover in New York and then you pass one of those hot green. And it's like Ugh. it feels like you just got attacked. You're like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my on. mouth was so dry, and yeah. now it's uh, now there's literally sand yeah. in there. Like, it I think a hungover like a ghost just, just passed through me. What the <laughs> fuck? It feels like a stranger just breathed directly into your mouth. <laughs> yeah. It feels yeah. like a, it's a, so a gross. red wine drunk stranger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. When that. I was in uh, India, I um I studied abroad there in college, and I like. Indian. I'd seen some Indian movies before I went, and they're all so fucking long. They're like three hours long. Indian because they have to get all fifteen genres in all. Of them. <laughs> yeah, they have every. They have literally everything in them, and a lot of the reason for that is because people don't have air conditioning in their houses, but they have air conditioning at the movies. Oh. And again, they have everything in them because you just bring everybody. You're just like we're going to the movies to sit in the air conditioning for three. Oh, hours. so that's why it's like uh, you can tune out during the musical number, and yeah. there'll be karate coming up soon, and like, <laughs> exactly. Get pumped. Oh, that's I, aw- I never put that together. That's so rad. I definitely did that with Movie Pass at least once. Was just oh, like, yeah. I don't even care what this movie is, but it's so because glory days. There's something different about movie AC. It's like it's like movie soda. It's like getting a co- a Coke from a movie theater is just better than any Coke you've ever had. And like AC in a movie theater is like next level. It's like secret technology. Movie to just AC like, is up there with like television studio AC, which I think is mm-hmm. like the, oh, the real strongest cold. air conditioning available. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, get a, I, wor- I, I worked say, on 30 you- Rock and oh, Alec yeah. Baldwin has like special rules that on the days he works, the temperature <laughs> gets dropped even colder. <laughs> and you could just tell because like all the grips who wear fucking cargo shorts and, and T-shirts every day when Alec is on set, everyone is wearing hoodies because they keep it like 
15 degrees colder than other days. And I am, as a fat Long Islander, I just look at my hero, Alec Baldwin, and be like, good work, man. Thank you, sir. I was going to say, like, I've never really, like, you know, obviously I want to, like, make all of my money from show business, but, like, I've never really wanted to be, like, a famous person until I've heard that story and yes. now you i get do temperature like, control if i i didn't realize that if you're famous enough you get to access to a new level of air conditioning <laughs> you get now, to pick everyone else's air conditioning but yeah, it, you yeah. get to pick a hundred other people who are working every day on this show <laughs> you get to pick their air conditioning because you are you are in fucking hunt for red october or whatever. I, <laughs> yeah it this sounds is, pretty good this is the, the counterpoint to that or that because I'm, I'm curious i think you may have had a pre- perhaps a very similar experience because you also have you ever did you ever do um actually for college yeah Union? Yeah, yes. so I did. I'm actually. It's like one of my only like on a set things I've done, and I'm a, I sweat quite easily. And like, <laughs> we were filming it, and like they were like, "Hey, everybody, we're gonna take like a real quick break." And then the entire break was they turned, stopped the camera. Somebody walked over, like wiped my head off, and then powdered it, <laughs> and was like, "And we're back." And I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, they dressed, it up, dressed it up as a break for everybody. That was nice of them. Yeah, they were like, "Hey, you're getting a little wet out there. We're just going to take a quick break, and we're not going to say why." It was like, See, "I hosted." Oh, sorry, go back. That's why Baldwin does that. You know that nobody's ever going to powder his face. He comes in, he says. I'm looking for the cure for my wife's illness. That's why I've frozen her. And then he's ready to go. That's that's, that's what he needs. Grandpa's ready. He would do this thing where he like bend over and like stretch his hamstrings and like cough at the same time. Like this like weird acting warm. I'm probably spilling too many beans about a hero. It's literally like a prostate exam, isn't it? Isn't that like how He would shit out a pack of cigarettes. (laughs) Shoot out of his his asshole. Yeah, he's doing the Ace Ventura thing, it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) He was just asking me a few questions. (laughs) He can only act if his sphincter is as relaxed as possible. It makes for a better performance. Because because when I think Alec Baldwin, I just generally think relaxed. Yes. He seems like a real super relaxed guy. Whenever I listen to my voicemails that Alec leaves me, they're like so relaxed. It starts out with no rush to respond. Alec here uh, on the Gina on the Gina Lombardo show, season one. I, I talk a lot about how I'm trying to get Alec Baldwin on the podcast because he's a Long Island hero, and I say like, and later on in this, I tease that he's in the episode, and I'm like, I missed his call, so he left me a voicemail, and I explain. You little pig, you greedy little pig. I just play it in its totality like, whoa, whoa, this seems aggressive, Alec. Like, such a fucking, my references are all from the 90s. It's so fucking lame. Alec Baldwin, very much not a little guy. And again, no, this isn't a only gaining thing, size, but just not, not a good vibe. No, no, he doesn't have a little guy vibe. Doesn't have a positive vibe at all. Little guys are you know, not picking your air conditioning. They're little, happy with whatever you got. Little guys, guys got that's fucking their thing. They're like a potent little, ass sperm, though. <laughs> guy's got motility, right? He's got to be like sixty. That's AC. Fuck- it's it's his keeping his sperm intact. Yeah, he kept his yeah. ball. Yeah, he never. He was never in a speedo in a hot tub drinking Mountain Dew. He took care of his boys. Yes. Motile as hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you could post those boys. You know up you're out. forty and married if you yeah. know what motile means. <laughs> post those boys up outside of a car dealership. Let them dance. Bring people in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, but I think that little guys are like the character actors of of the world. Perhaps yes. that's because I think yes. there's an alignment there. You know, happy to, just, uh, they have a very specific part to play, and it's very important, and they are happy to do it. 
Yeah. And and when you really focus in on them, you you notice something else that's going on. That they got something it, special. That, yeah, that's they they're so used to being a small part of something that when you really give them the focus that little guys deserve, like it really is eye opening. They're like. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at these little elves. Holy shit, they're making fucking cookies inside that tree. <laughs> yeah. You know, like as you get figure out what's going on, it just, you know, opens your eyes to newer and newer things. They're yeah, like Bill Camp. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're like Bill Camp. But yeah, that's I the- mean, legendary fucking character. That dude is a guy who I didn't know of until the movie. I watched the series The Night of and then like have went back and found everything he's ever done. He fucking rules. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the who's best that, outcome. Who's that guy? <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, it's so funny to watch. Uh, be like, and be like, this guy's real. Like, sound of metal. The guy who is nominated. I was just like, who the fuck is this dude? He's the he's an. Ins- I know. Re- I know. Rez is a good actor. I did not know this dude at all, and he's fucking crushing. The little yeah. guy, man. The little, the little guys. deaf guy. Ooh. Winner, Ooh. winner, chicken dinner. I guess that guy's not even deaf. Yeah. Whoops. It's like <laughs> I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> it's yeah, it's the same thing too. It's like you know, like uh, it's some movie, and there's like you they pass through like a mob, you know, and it's like there's like a there's like an ang just like a little Russian guy at the bar, and it's like why did you pan past him? Like why <laughs> bring it back? Bring the camera back. I want to see like what's he up to. I want to get the whole world here, you know. Uh, Immerse my- me. My dad was a big guy. He was six foot five, but his friend at work was five foot five and was also named John. Oh, so good. So they were like, it was the funniest because, and this guy was a Johnny Petrini, the most Italian little fucking union fire plug ever. He's like, John, get down here, you big fucking freak. Come over here, you big freak. (laughs) And my dad would be like, all right, you need help getting a fucking haircut? You need to push into the seat? Like they were like a comic duo, two just union guys of absolutely different sizes and because we're, we're talking so much about little guys and we're we're touching on big guys but <laughs> the, the big guys and little guys are are more simpatico than almost any other guys yeah <laughs> there's they, a natural they... affinity there and i think that's what i said when you know no offense to the the, the average heighted among us but like there's something when you get a big guy and a little guy together it is it is that's where the magic happens i really believe <laughs> that that's what I'm saying. That it's the classic, com- it's the classic comedy <laughs> pairing. The classic yeah. comedy mm-hmm. physical pairing is one big person, one small person. Yeah, it SNL's just works. Guess well, one every large week. white man, one small white <laughs> yeah, man. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, every week, as I should have two guests: one big, one small. The sketches write themselves. Easiest job in the world. This is the so diversity. Easy. We're we're all wanna... finally uh, fully behind pushing diversity on. We're like, oh, we're making a huge game. I think there should be big and little people. It's like I don't care what race or gender or whatever they are. There's got to be big and little. <laughs> yeah. Put them on a steamboat or something. Uh, you know, just do that. I don't give a fuck. Well, I, I mean, like, I feel like there'd be like, okay, as long as as long as there are white guys who wrote for the Harvard. Lampoon, sure, yes. we got it. <laughs> as long as that's happening. But before yeah. we get before we get out of here, mm. any bad little guys or evil little guys? Ooh, malevolent in, in our past, malevolent little guys. I could kick us off because one that is uh, the little gnome from Cat's Eye that holds Drew Barrymore's nose closed when she's sleeping and sucks the wind out of her. She, it's like this little gremlin that I was so afraid Ooh. of when I was a kid. I think it gave me claustrophobia. <laughs> But I watched it like two years ago, and it's like so clearly a fucking toy. It's like the yeah. most, it's like the least scary thing ever. I was like, I didn't sleep for like 
10 years because of this movie and I watched it like, <laughs> I was like embarrassed of how corny when you if you google cat's eye little goblin or whatever it is you'll see it's like Gavris <laughs> you're that's embarrassing <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking at it uh yeah I mean it's a little goofy but it definitely would have ruined my life as a child so yeah, I, 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 don't, yeah. I don't care for that yeah I, there are there are I can think of a couple little guys if we're going to childhood little guys that are memorable um first one would be uh from the movie Ghoulies, are you familiar with Ghoulies? Where oh, the guy, the guy, fuck. the guy gets yes. attacked by the ghoulie the in the toilet. Toilet, yeah, he I knew that. Critters that. and Ghoulies. That was like a whole subgenre of movies for a oh, while. Critters, it was like, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah, a group of little things that are scary, like all gremlin ripoffs, obviously, like obviously, all yeah. descendants yeah. of gremlins. Well, but that was a big thing. For, Ma- oh, Gizmo is like the OG yeah. little guy. Mag- yeah, yeah, Mogwai are critters and uh, gremlins are creatures. And, that, and that's, yes. how you, that's, and that's yes. how you know what you're dealing with. That, that's yeah. the pitch of gremlins is like, what little guys gone wrong? What if little guys suddenly right. were What if we had cute little guys and annoying and scary yeah. little guys? <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm just also like... made of electricity. So <laughs> yeah. What if one of that, then we could put them on hold? That's how electricity <laughs> works. Yeah. I remember even being like, a, man, whatever, I was 14 when that movie came out and going, what? You can't do that. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The electricity gremlin was basically a god, and to borrow a classic <laughs> phrase from last fall, he went out like Stanchera. <laughs> Just yeah. got stuck on the phone. The salad gremlin took what was harder to kill than that guy. Come on, give me a break. Salad gremlin. Yeah, I keep uh, thinking. I'm just thinking of bad bugs now. I'm like, yeah, like old bugs, bad bugs, bugs are classic little, little, uh, little bad guys. I, I, I would posit a silverfish, one of my least favorite bad guys. You know, those bad little oh, guys, they got all these, all these little, little yeah, feet they're, going. They're oh, like, like the imagine millipedes? like a, a centipede, but a, it's a skeleton version of that. Uh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what they are. Don't like centipedes that. in general are, are scary because they're like snakes and bugs at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, combo. no, thank you. Yeah. The Temple of Doom. That movie fucked me up for like those. Luckily, living in New York City, Los Angeles, and Long Island have prevented me from really running into foot-long millipedes with a thousand <laughs> legs. But if I ever see one, I'm shitting an entire biscuit out of my asshole. Like, They're like, and they get worse when you kill them too. That's the worst thing about yeah. the big centipede. Is you're like, oh I hate, my god. I hate any bug that makes a sound when you kill it. Like that's oh, yeah. just too much. I another thing that happened to me when I was in India was I was it was right before I left and I was like getting ready to go to bed. And I hear this like whack, whack, whack outside the house that I'm staying in. And I go outside and our neighbor, the like dad of the neighbor's family is like wailing on something with a shoe. And uh, I was like, what's going on? And he pulls it up and he shows it's a huge black scorpion, like a big shiny scorpion. And I was like, hey, where was that? And he gave me the worst answer possible, which was in the bathroom. Oh no! Oh, and no. I was like, yeah. I am so glad I am leaving this country in a week because <laughs> oh my god, that's it never horrifying. occurred to me that that could be something that would be in a bathroom. And now I'm so. Yeah. But now every time you sit down in the morning, <laughs> that will be on your mind that yes. that's possible. Scorpions, scorpions, scorpions may be scariest thing ever. But maybe they're scariest scary. little guy of all time. But they have the power to me. Like scorpions, the only thing that makes us redeems the scorpion is that they are kind of cool. If like like in, in an idea, they are cool looking. The worst yeah. is like. Like I'm thinking like like earwigs are really bad because they're like they're not even cool. They're just no. like it's they're just like to get, get, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, even, in. Oh, yeah I don't like their end game, those earwigs. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is an 
another thing we discuss on our podcast a lot is that all bugs are trying to get in your mouth at yeah. all times. That's like their oh, fucking yeah. driving force is to get in. It's awful, dude. And I used to... That's a defining characteristic of a bad little guy is that he's trying to he's making a beeline for your mouth. That's no. Yeah, reason. that's fair. That's completely fair. That is something frowned upon in society. Yeah. <laughs> is anything making a beeline for your mouth? I used yeah. to eat so many bugs for attention and laughs. That, like that's like <laughs> I used to. I used to eat cicadas off the tree like they no. were fucking Doritos, dude. Cicada Ooh. shells. Well, that's yeah. like popcorn shrimp, though, right? That's, yeah, that's yeah. Gets, it was like you know. crawfish. You just pop the head. Yeah. Well, <laughs> suck the brain out. Throw the wings in the tray. It's it's happening right now, like because I grew up in D.C. and D.C. has like it's one of those things where it's like you think the world has moved on and we're a modern society and all that, but there's still the thing in D.C. where they're like. Every 17 years, a brood of cicadas awakens and blankets the city. And you're like, that's still happening? Like, is there some pharaoh that's like still fucking around? Some Why is this happening in America? <laughs> like, and it does feel crazy. like ancient lore and it shouldn't be happening. It's like the Wi-Fi is down. And of course, also, it's the 17th year in the cicada cycle. So yeah. those yeah. two things are occurring at once. Yeah. And Benifer is back. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually, yeah. I mean, the I feel last like I'm, time back, there in, were I'm cicadas. back in college. Yeah. Oh, a lot the of last time there were cicadas was, was Benefer. I think, again, though, this is something that perhaps we could solve if Kimbo Slice were still alive. You know, yeah. maybe that would end the cicadas. You just start oh, yeah. punching the ground. I don't know. They're in the ground, right? That's when, he knocks Jake, the- when he knocks Jake, Jake Paul out, the Jake all the cicadas Paul. decide to leave the uh, earth. They're like, our work is done. They all move into one hype house together in West Hollywood and fuck up traffic for everybody (laughs) until all your neighbors complain and you have to Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, We're here doing a new video. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, cicadas are basically influencers. They're like really loud and constantly multiplying and just like anywhere they've been is not cool anymore. (laughs) Like Jake Paul is molting. He's leaving his skin around. Like, get out of here, dude. That's what Logan is. It's Jake a shed of skin suit. Out of like Logan. Multiplicity. Yeah. Like, Hi, Steve. Yeah. She touched she touched my peppy, Steve. Thank you. <laughs> God. Uh. Fuck. Any other any other scary little uh, we we had scorpions, classic scary little guys. Um, there's not really like uh, I guess snakes are scary, but I don't think they get little guy and no. it would have to be like a specific type of there are cute snakes. But mm-hmm, it, like garter snakes aren't bad. Yeah, like little thin little guys that are like wiggly when they move. You're like, that seems okay. But anything bigger than like an arm, you're like, this thing is, or anything thicker than a finger is like, that's a fucking snake. That's not a critter. Yeah. yeah. No, the the type of snake that is uh, scary and harmful is not a little guy. But there are yeah, little no. guy snakes for sure. Yes. 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 Yeah. Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Check out their podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> thank you, Kath. That's all I was trying to get at. Uh, no, but for real, thank you guys so much for coming on. Hi, this was awesome. I have so many little guys to Google. And so, to, you know what? Uh, also, I implore the listeners of this episode to reply to the tweet about this episode with... Uh, Picks of your favorite little guys. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Please yeah. tag yeah. us. Farm that out, please. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely put some of our. We have some recurring uh, characters from the stories on our podcast. A lot of little guys <laughs> yeah. make cameos. We'll 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 let That's people so- know. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Tell people tell people where they can find you on social media and uh, plugs. Go around the horn, babies. 
Um, Patty, you, yeah, know, so, you know all this stuff, right? Oh, sorry. Just Patty always has the, oh, knows all the podcast oh, details that I can't ever get right. Okay, yeah. Well, I'll, okay. I'll go. Yeah. We're, we're what, what a time to be alive. We said, uh, what a time pod on Twitter. What a time pod on Instagram. Um, what a time pod.com, you know, just anywhere there's a, yeah, we're not the Drake and future album. That's a, that's a key thing to, to point out. Um, and, uh, or the I'm, yellow one with the smiley face. That's yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I'm Patty Mo on all the, uh, all the stuff pretty much. So, um, yeah. What about you guys? Um, <laughs> uh, sorry. Eli's exhaling vape smoke into his sin. Wow. For some- <laughs> We, we keep the vape smoke off the. <laughs> I'm like always worried, and we our, our producer posted a clip where I hit the jewel during it, and immediately people were replying like, "Nice cloud!" I'm like, "God damn it!" Dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm 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 vaping during this too, so it's only fair. But mine yeah. is a fucking turkey bag full of THC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just panicked, and I assumed we were going to do plugs in the order that we do them on our show because I'm a creature of habit. So I was I was waiting for last. <laughs> Um, uh, you can. Do you want to go? Do you want me to go? This is a nightmare. I'm Kat Barbadoro. I have <laughs> listen to What a Time to Be Alive, which I do with with these two, and uh, I also have a podcast called Lie, Cheat, and Steal, which is a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. Uh, we do two free episodes and two Patreon only episodes a month. I'm Kath Barbadoro on social media. And hopefully I'll have stand-up dates eventually. So follow me on Twitter. Hopefully we all will be fucking leaving the house and doing some shit. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you can find me on Twitter. Just my name, Eli Uden, E-L-I-Y-U-D-I-N. Instagram is Chili's Restaurants. Um, And then uh, if you're a Twitch person, I stream on Twitch at pig underscore dog. I got to... I got to centralize these names. <laughs> God, I got so many aliases, dude. Um, yeah, and then what a time, obviously. Well, at least the government cannot find me. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, also, I do a show uh, with some people, old friends of mine from College Humor, called TV and D, where we play D&D as different TV casts. We're doing a Futurama one right now. Uh, and you can find all those on YouTube if you search TV and D, or you can watch it live on Twitch on Thursdays. We do that. Hell fucking yeah. I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Check out Action Boys, my other podcast, where we review action movies for longer than the lengths of the movies. That's not a selling point. <laughs> I understand that, but I just want to inform you. And we have some free episodes, so you don't have to go on Patreon and pay for it. We have like a few free episodes. Just search that wherever. Get hooked, get a sniff, and then join the fucking pa- Well, join what about join these guys' Patreon <laughs> and then if you have extra money, join mine. If you have yeah, just yeah. enough for one Patreon, join theirs. But if you have enough for two, join both of ours. And then on the next podcast, I'll keep saying this to all my guests and hopefully get enough karma that I end up with the most subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> all I need is an extra dollar fifty a month share. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every we'll listener work, we'll, is another 75 cents in my pocket a month. Yeah. yeah. We'll work out a tithing arrangement. That's patreon.com slash what a time pod. I guess I'll say that uh, just to make sure it's out there. Yeah. Sure. Watch smart, us. smart, smart. We got to eat some like medically spicy nuts because we're idiots with good Patreon goals. So there's a <laughs> selling yeah. point. Medically spicy nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Join That's our Patreon. I- watch us do the NFL combine when we hit 2,000 patrons. <laughs> that is also a goal great. you can help us hit. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, yeah, please. Let's join that Patreon. I got to know how many 
two. I want to watch Kath bench two twenty five more than both of you guys. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, that I believe. That's where I want to put my money. Eli's got the sh- the long arms and the no chest development, bro. <laughs> you're toast. Somebody guessed. They were like, "Well, Eli." They, they guessed somebody other than me for vertical leap, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" No, dude? I'll give you vertical <laughs> leap for sure. Yeah. Even if I can't I leap. Can't- I haven't seen Patty in real life at all, so I have no idea what his height situation. He could stand up and be, but I saw him like <laughs> frown at the five ten comment. So, but he might have mad ups. Eli might be one of those tall dudes who has no ups. I'm like the wow. I'm like the the normal guy, the middle guy in the uh, ice hockey NES yeah, game. You're Let's, like, all that's around. It. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's my stat line. I think. Yeah, I'm 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 always never the fast guy. I'm always the butter bean of sport. <laughs> like he if he hits. If he can get his hands on you, you're fucked. But most likely, he's in the corner hurting. Yeah, real NFL center powers. Like, well, he can't yeah. move either. So this is the he's least good at mobile snapping place. and not getting his neck snapped. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Center was the most terrifying position. I played it for like three years, and it was just like too overwhelming. It was much easier to just be a guard because I didn't have to worry about snapping and not dying. Oh, okay, I could you're just an worry actual athlete. Not I'm yeah. out of my depth here. Just oh, you mean real sport? Oh, nerd. I don't know. I was talking Madden. (laughs) It was still stressful in Madden. I chose the center as my makeup player. (laughs) So embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Let me me do my career as a. I'm going to be an all pro center. Long snapper. I I get a little extra play in the punt team with the long snaps. Just simming through like 90% of the game except for those long snaps. You're getting paid like $2,000 a month. <laughs> like not even making money. It's like lower than Patreon. <laughs> yeah. To sacrifice your life and neck. Uh, um, thank you, guys. I'm such a fan. It was so awesome that you guys did this podcast. Bye, shitheads. Bye. 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 That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's actually, it's got a lot of heart. Immensely irregular. <laughs> now... Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. (laughs) It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Well, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. You wake up after a few years and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're gonna be making Terminators. <laughs> We're gonna make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. <laughs> what? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.